Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Equality in Business podcast. Our podcast is to create awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics to prepare them for entering the professional world. My name is Joana Clements, and I'm a first-year international student in business administration at Catholic Lisbon. In today's episode, we will discuss mental health and the growing relevance that it has been acquiring in our society. This is a very interesting topic that we already had the privilege to approach previously with Deloitte through a great presentation in one of our events. Since it was really successful, we decided to discuss it again now in a more informal talk. For this talk, I have the great pleasure to be here today with our guest, Carolina Dias Santos. Thank you, Joana. Uh, the pleasure is also mine, uh, and uh, I think it's a, it's a great honor to be talking to you um, and and to join also your your club that has such a, a relevant mission today. Oh, thank you. So now I'll do a, a presentation about Carolina. Carolina Centre is part of the culture and people experience team at Deloitte. Uh, with the purpose to improve the talent experience and organization culture from inside out. The team delivers solutions in close collaboration with the marketing and people departments. We aim bringing to life oscillating initiatives that range from talent communication, employer branding strategy, all the way to organizational behavior, diversity and inclusion, and data analytics. Uh, Carolina has a background of nine years as an employer branding, team manager, uh, team management, business administration, analytics, sales, and marketing. Um, she has been deeply involved in the diversity and inclusion strategy and well-being at the workplace. She's curious, seeks purpose, and is passionate about collaboration, communication, and organizational development. So now let's start. Well, uh, mental health still seems to be a bit of taboo at times. What do you define as mental health and well-being at the workplace? And did you take any approaches to dextimate the topic and encourage open conversation about it? Yes, yes, we, we did. Uh, so uh, I'm here uh, to talk to you about uh, mental health and, and well-being in the workplace. And uh, I'll be sharing during this, this episode some context and also some practical examples of initiatives that Deloitte uh, has been working on, uh, namely for, for the past year in the pandemic context. And uh, some of them are, are new and aim at reinforcing this concern and what others were completely adapted to, to a virtual context. And um, before I start, just to give you some background about uh, Deloitte and the importance of this topic for us, um, we are a consulting firm and we, we deliver professional services in, in business and in technology in several um, sectors uh, with several clients and um, people, our employees, they are really at the core of our business because uh, they are the ones that uh, together, they, they create this collective knowledge that we deliver to the market in the end. So uh, without our people and, and without our talents, uh, there is no way that we can deliver uh, our services with the quality and the, the impact that we want to make. 
and uh, therefore the, the protection of our people, uh, of their health and, and their security. And when I mean security, um, I mean the physical, the psychological and also the financial security. This is present in, in all that we do. And we have also uh, an additional characteristic that is the fact that we have a large uh, number of, uh, of employees and of teams that are very young um, with a great need for training and, and uh, for support. And uh, in fact, hundreds of them uh, have started their career uh, with us during these times of the pandemic. Uh, and, and this is um, an interesting uh, topic because it increased even more uh, our concerns about this topic. Um, and when we, uh, when we speak about mental health and well-being in, in the workplace, um, we connect it a lot as well with, uh, with the purpose of, of an organization and in this case um, of Deloitte, um, because the, the purpose uh, in the end is what uh, employees perceive um, they, their contribution and, and they, they, their impact the, and, and the experience. They, it's the thing that gives meaning to, to what they do. And it's particularly important in, in hard times, in times of uh, change and, and crisis as, as the one uh, we, we are living. Um, and uh, our purpose in this case, it remains unchanged, which is uh, making an impact that matters but has been adapted to these new circumstances. And uh, we, we are aware that the, the pandemic caused significant changes in our lives um, because uh, even before mental health and well-being were very important matters in the workplace, but now, um, the, now they are, they are more, more than ever. And uh, we've been raising uh, during these times uh, several uh, discussions and, uh, and initiatives that not only raise awareness to the topic itself, but also uh, aimed at uh, either prevent uh, these situations or to act on it. Because um, mainly today we, we face uh, very fast cycles of an uncertainty, uh, interruption between professional and, and personal lives, and we are constant, constantly um, adapting to, to what comes next. Um, and, and this is driven not only for the, the worries and, and the impact that the pandemic itself has in our health and, and in the health of our loved ones, but also it, it impacts in our, in our daily lives, on our jobs and in, in our business. And uh, our people, they are our, our priority and we want them uh, really to feel well and to feel supported. And uh, as a company, we, we recognize the importance of our contribution in, in the creation of conditions that promote this environment where they can feel uh, well, where they feel safe, and they have access to more tools um, so that they are able to face with optimism this new challenge and responsibilities. Um, so our objective with this uh, topic of, of mental health and well-being is to put uh, a set of uh, actions at service of our people, giving them tranquility and support uh, to continue to give their best in the several roles that they perform on a personal and also on a personal level. Um, and they, that they also feel safe and supported to share uh, with their colleagues, with their leaders, in case they do not feel well so that um, they as, as leaders and colleagues and we as a company can also uh, support them in finding uh, their balance and finding some ways to, um, to cope with that. Um, so mental health and well-being just 
coming uh, a bit before the, the pandemic, they, they are very relevant today um, and they were already before uh, these new times. Because even before um, the pandemic, we were already uh, embracing several roles uh, daily on a personal and on a professional level. And during several years, we, we have been talking about the concept of work-life balance. But um, we, we believe that now we are facing a, a different paradigm, that is the, the work-life integration. Because even before um, COVID-19, uh, everything was already full of volatility and uncertainty, complexity, ambigu ambiguity. And uh, while well, technology was also uh, everywhere, um, making us stay uh, connected anywhere, anytime, uh, notifications all over the place. And um, even back then, we were watching already some companies adapting to more flexible models um, that would facilitate precisely this integration uh, between jobs and personal life. And uh, at Deloitte, for instance, before uh, before the pandemic, we, we had um, launched a, a program which was called GoFlex that uh, was comprising several uh, flexibility measures. Um, and one of them was, for instance, uh, working from home. Um, but uh, now, uh, of course, we are in a, in a completely different level because uh, some of us are fully remote, uh, some of us are on a hybrid uh, mode, but we, we know that this is not normal remote. Um, this is a, a remote situation when where we are feeling uh, tired and concerned. We, we have multiple responsibilities um, and, and suddenly we, we lose many aspects of our life. Um, and, and the ones that exist, they, they literally uh, coexist in the same space and in the same time. Um, and we have an organization that is, is very, very large. We are more than 3,000 employees um, in Portugal and also in Angola. And uh, we, we have employees that are alone and, and that are isolated from their loved ones. Uh, we have also parents with children that are dealing with homeschooling and, and, and so on, um, especially in the times that we were um, in the lockdown. Um, and we, are, uh, we have also employees taking care of their elders. So uh, at an organizational level, um, what, what can be done? And, and uh, there is a model that is called uh, GDR, and this stands for uh, Job Demands and Resources. And when we, we speak about these resources are both professional and personal. And this model basically says that um, these two concepts impact the mental health and, and the well-being in the workplace, and consequently, the organization. Um, when these two concepts live balanced and are compensated, organizations are impacted positively um, in terms of performance, motivation, engagement. So like employees will feel energized to give their best. They, they will perceive the meaning of what they are doing. Um, but however, if these two concepts are not balanced, um, if, the, if the demands, for example, are higher than the, than the resources that the person has, um, the, the consequences are, are very negative. Um, so the, the, the performance of the employees and, and afterwards the organizations will decrease. 
employees will feel disconnected, they, they will feel like they don't care, they don't perceive um, the impact and the importance of what they're doing, they will also perceive higher levels of stress and in, in larger and more complicated situations they will um, feel also situations, face situations of burnout. So um, to promote well-being and, uh, and health in the workplace, uh, we can either um, do, we can do two things. Either we reduce the job demands or we increase um, the resources. But of course, on a, on a pandemic context, it is very difficult to reduce the demands. So on the contrary, they, they increase. Uh, everything is happening at the same time, um, and therefore it is uh, it is very uh, very important to increase the resources that we give to our people, and um, this is what we've been doing basically. Okay, uh, thank you for your clear and big answer. Uh, let me highlight the fact that you told that people are the priority, and also that you have a lot of leaders to help everyone, which I believe it is very important. In my opinion, I also believe that mental health stigmas are still permanent and it's difficult sometimes to have an open conversation about it. But uh, with kindness and knowledge, I believe that we can overcome this obstacle. And with the fact that you told that everyone could uh, talk with their leaders to help them if they have any problem. Another uh, fact is that uh, it's very great that you had those problems related with working from home. But of course, now that we are going through this pandemic situation, everything is different. And, um, and it's very good the things you said to, to promote mental health and, and well-being. So moving on, who led a study estimates that depression and anxiety disorders cost the global economy uh, one trillion each year uh, in US and lost productivity. Also the COVID-19 pandemic resulted in many work-life balance related changes. So does Deloitte use any particular approaches to promote mental health and well-being conditions at the workplace? Yes, um, mental health is one of the pillars of our diversity and inclusion strategy, which is a, a global strategy that uh, all the member, the member firms have and they then uh, adapt it to, to the local context um, and this happens also together with the with the well-being strategy and uh, at Deloitte Portugal this is driven in close collaboration by our uh, people and, and marketing teams and it is um, bounded in in three pillars um, which are purpose mind and body uh, so we see the well-being um, and, and the mental health as, a, as an holistic concept um, that depends on these three things. Um, and um, we, we channel our, our communication and our initiatives um, always uh, based on, this, on these three things. So one of it is, is the purpose. So um, we want employees to feel connected to a greater purpose um, and with a clear impact of what are of what the in which extent the the work that they do and the impact that they have um, has also a, a positive um, impact on the company itself and on the on society. 
um, when we speak about uh, mind, um, it, this means that we want to promote uh, optimism and emotional resilience uh, so that our employees feel more prepared to, to cope and to overcome the adversities and the daily challenges. Um, so this doesn't mean that they, they will necessarily uh, think that everything is great, but that they, have, they are more capacitated to, um, to see it in a, in a positive uh, perspective. Um, and the, three, uh, the third one is the body. Um, in, in which we want also to, to promote a uh, healthier lifestyle through exercise, rest, sleep and nutrition. So these three pillars, they are basically the foundation um, of our uh, well-being strategy, of our um, mental health strategy uh, that is embedded also in, in this diversity and, and inclusion uh, bigger, bigger strategy. And based on this foundation, uh, we build up uh, a set of initiatives that uh, through this ep uh, episode I will be sharing with you. Okay, thank you. Um, I would like just to add that uh, uh, I believe that it is very important the three uh, ideas, not really ideas, but the points that you mentioned about purpose, mind and body, and that they are, I believe, crucial for an healthy lifestyle. Um, during the pandemic, how did you track or how did you were aware of how it was affecting the mental health or the well-being of uh, your employees? So um, during the, the pandemic and um, going back then to, to March uh, 2020, um, when, when this all started, we, uh, we started to, uh, to brainstorm and to think about um, ways where we could uh, support our employees. Um, and, and we started to, uh, to draw some ideas and discuss it uh, between our people and marketing teams and our leaders. Um, but we felt also the need to... Um, to actively listen to our employees, um, to um, to access if uh, we were thinking correctly, because uh, we might uh, know some things, but we wanted to be um, sure um, that that we are going, we were going in the right direction, uh, and especially in times um, that are very uncertain, as this one. Um, where we we are not very sure um, if we're doing the right thing or not, but at least we wanted to uh, to perceive if um, we were going towards the the needs uh, of our employees. So what we've done uh, in the beginning of the first lockdown, uh, so back on March April 2020, um, we we launched a, a survey uh, and we asked our employees uh, how were they feeling. Um, we, we had a set of questions and we would ask them, um, how are you, uh, how are you experiencing, uh, experiencing uh, stress? Uh, how are you dealing with all the responsibilities? Um, we were asking also um, what you feel you are needing the most, what are like your, your priorities? And we, we were asking them also uh, some suggestions of, of things that, um, in their opinion, would be very, very important for them. Um, and based on this, um, we, we aligned, um, we gathered all their answers and all their insights and um, we, we contrasted them and we compare them with our ideas. 
and afterwards we uh, we created the the strategy to um, to provide them with more uh, well-being initiatives. Uh, and uh, after some months as well, uh, we, we've launched another survey uh, to validate the, the efficiency of what we were doing and adjust if, if necessary. Um, and actually, uh, we, we adjusted some things based on, the, on their feedback. Um, and uh, later on, we, we also uh, launched a survey that was uh, only focused on uh, well-being. Um, because we were in this point of time, this was maybe during the summer or after summer, we were um, thinking and redesigning our, our strategy. So we were uh, asking them again, like, how are you feeling? Uh, how, are you, um, how are your stress levels? How are you sleeping? Uh, what are your needs or preferences regarding uh, well-being initiatives? And uh, on this time, more or less, um, so uh, like when we were in this hybrid situation of uh, progressively returning to the office after summer, um, we, we launched, uh, actually this was a, a global survey, it was not only in, in Portugal, it was worldwide, um, where we were asking them again uh, about the effects of the pandemic. Um, and uh, mainly uh, we were focusing on how they were perceiving the return to the office or to the client sites and uh, what were their perspectives uh, about, about the future in terms of preferences regarding working from home, working from office, hybrid situations and, and so on. Um, and, and during uh, all this time, we, uh, we were um, also um, trying to um, make sure that uh, leaders and teams were actually uh, having transparent conversations uh, where leaders will also like share their stories and opening the space and, uh, and the room um, for, uh, for security so, so that they, they would also um, either individually or in the team um, where they, they could listen and uh, share their, their own examples, their, their own struggles and also uh, receive the feedback from, from the team. And, and this way, we were, um, through this year, more or less, um, we were always like getting some insights and, um, and, and really having a, a picture of, of how, they were, how they were feeling and, and how um, this was affecting their, their well-being and their mental health. Thank you. Um, in my point of view, I believe that it's very difficult to be like categorical in this aspect, like to say a yes or no answer about how we are feeling. Mm -hmm. So I believe that you found a very good solution, the survey, uh, so that you could uh, act in the, in the right direction. So very good solution, in my opinion. Yes, and, and in this case, um, we, we were um, always uh, stressing the fact that the, the responses were 100% um, anonymous, so we, we would not have any idea uh, who said what. And um, we were also like balancing the questions between closed answers to get more um, straightforward um, um, perspectives, but we, we also had open questions where they could actually um, write and, and, and say how they were feeling in, in their own words. Um, and we would, were analyzing it. And uh, as they were so um, 
uh, open about it. We, we, we felt that they, they, they were really um, having this open conversation with us on a corporate uh, level, let's say. Oh, yes, I see. Very, very, very good that it was uh, anonymous and, uh, and that they could write in some answers and others yes or no. So, okay, very, very good. So, uh, moving on, what practices did Deloitte take to keep the well-being of the employees during the pandemic? And how do you make your employees aware of this and how to use them? Okay, uh, so... Um... When uh, when this all um, started, uh, we we immediately felt the, the need to to be creative and uh, and to foster um, proximity between teams uh, in a in a paradigm where where we were actually not uh, working side by side, and um, this also raised the the need to to have a, a close and a clear and a human communication and even um, even that these facts and these elements are like part of our brand DNA since early times, they have revealed to be uh, fundamental in, in this change management so that, that we, we put out a, a close, um, a closer, a, a clearer and, and a human communication. So um, as, I, as I said before, the, the first, um, the first uh, action that we did uh, was to uh, adapt our employer branding strategy and also our internal communications and well-being strategy to support our um, more than 3,000 employees that were out of the sudden uh, working from mm -hmm. home. Um, and we calibrate this with uh, with the answers to the survey that the that we launched to to all our employees um, and this was um, actually the, this was sent uh, both to our employees in Portugal and in Angola um, and we we adjusted the um, the the, um, uh, the initiatives for for both contexts and um, the, the way that we make this um, live, uh, both in Portugal and, and in Angola, was through a, a digital um, newsletter that, that we were launching weekly. And we created a, a concept around it that uh, in the beginning it was called Work From Home. Um, so during the lockdown, uh, we were mainly focused on remote work and new home routines. And later, when we come back um, in um, in shifts in shifts to to the office, we rename it to Connected Anywhere um, because we we wanted to to reinforce that no matter where uh, we were and from where we were working, um, we were connected uh, anyhow. Um, and in this newsletter, so this was the channel that we used to make our employees aware of of the um, of the things that we were uh, that we are were putting in their service. Um, we launched uh, several digital uh, actions. We we had, for example, webinars about planning, uh, productivity, and creativity. We, we had also um, a guide and some tips about remote work and how to manage remote teams, um, which were basically, um, they were very connected also with some agile principles that we were already using. Um, we increased as well our uh, mobile communications package to, to ensure that 
everyone could work even if they for some reason wouldn't have wi-fi connection um, and we gave also trainings on digital platforms that were used uh, that were not so used before um, we had we had also some coaching sessions um, mindfulness workshops nutrition workshops um, exercise classes with pts um, and uh, these personal trainings, they add also uh, like some special classes for uh, for children. So our the the kids of, of our employees could also um, participate. Um, it there was also two uh, two specific things that uh, I found I particularly found very interesting. That were um, two series of of podcasts. One of them was specifically about mental health. Um, and it was done by Deloitte Global and then was was, sh was shared with uh, all our employees in, in Portugal in, in our case. Um, and in this podcast, basically uh, some leaders and some uh, some people from from different teams, they were uh, invited to, to speak about the topic openly. Um, and they were uh, sharing this, these leaders, they were sharing their personal stories of what in practical terms they were doing to uh, to better uh, overcome the situation um, and uh, we we launched the the other podcast series which uh, uh, this this one was created um, by by us by by Deloitte Portugal uh, we named it um, resilient leadership and uh, these were also stories that were uh, told by um, by employees and uh, leaders of different teams, different areas uh, of Deloitte Portugal, where they were sharing basically how um, their businesses and their teams were adapting and, and thriving during these times. And our goal here um, was to give some optimism and some hope um, to the company in general, to our employees of um, uh, and to say, like, uh, we, we know this is different, we are doing things differently, but uh, we are still um, achieving things and we are adapting and, and, we, are, and we are here. Um, and this was uh, very interesting because it was also in the voice um, of our employees. Um, and uh, besides that, we also uh, selected some articles and studies about, um, about what was going on. Uh, and we we shared this also through the to, through the newsletter. Um, we gave uh, our employees also um, access to extra healthcare, for instance, um, like COVID nineteen tests as part of our uh, health insurance package. And um, uh, we had a very uh, funny and, and special section on this on this newsletter, uh, which was called uh, Time Meme. Uh, which was something we adapted from the timeout concept. Um, and this was a section in the newsletter um, that only had things to do uh, on the free time. So uh, every week um, we had different suggestions uh, for our employees to do uh, and to spend on their free time um, that they could do, could do either alone or, or with the family. Um, and we were sharing like music, online shows, um, series, movies, documentaries, um, books that we were recommending. Um, and afterwards, uh, when when the lockdown um, stopped, 
um, we were we were sharing also like restaurants and uh, outdoor activities that they could do, and um, all these suggestions were aligned with the with the gov uh, governmental uh, measures and and restrictions for each period, um, and uh, and this this was uh, this was very um, appreciated uh, by them, and. Um, like uh, also another concrete example of things that we've uh, that we have done during this time um, was to um, amplify this uh, these actions even in smaller experience. And one example, uh, one concrete example was our summer internship program. Um, we wanted um, to do. Um, we wanted to do it anyway. We wanted to receive uh, trainees. We we love this um, this particular uh, experience that we have in the summer with them. Um, but we wanted to do something meaningful that um, would not be only uh, like a transfer of knowledge uh, between our uh, our businesses and and the students. Um, and uh, so we we did um, an online version of of our um, summer internship. We received thirty one trainees, uh, fully remote. We we never saw them. We we never we never uh, met in person. Uh, but we designed uh, an agenda, and we included these mental health and these well being topics uh, in the agenda in a, in a shorter format. So um, besides the technical competencies, what we wanted to transmit really um, was our culture and uh, we want them to feel more um, aware of what they could do and how they could use some um, insights regarding uh, well-being and mental health and, and take them with, uh, take those uh, ideas and, and those uh, skills with them um, for their lives. So we had, for example, some talks with our talent partner and with our CEO, where they shared with the trainees um, how uh, how Deloitte was adapting to the pandemic. Uh, we also we had also stories of employees um, about how they were adapting their businesses to to this remote context, so that they would not only learn some skills about the jobs, but that they were also learning how a business could uh, could be adapting to these new times. Um, and we had also mind and body workshops and also innovation um, and co-creation. Um, and uh, another uh, measure that we launched also in the in the summer period to, to our employees was um, a summer part-time. So this was a um, 100% um, volunteer uh, so so the employees could choose um if they wanted to um to do uh to do to work part-time during summer um and this way um they could um not only recover some energy but they could also uh, use this time where um businesses normally slow down a little bit during summer and they could use this time to to spend more time with the family to relax to uh, to focus on on things that they they like and normally don't have this much time um and and they could choose um this, this flexible package that uh, that we that we gave them um and i guess in a in a nutshell the, the, this was um uh, a summary of, of the things that we were doing in this period 
Okay, thank you. Wow, amazing strategies like the webinar, the presentations, mobile communication packages so that everyone has the same equality, uh, the same opportunities, uh, digital platforms, coaching, workshops, well, a lot of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm uh, for sure like, uh, I would like to, to highlight the fact that you did the exercise classes with kids, uh, which is very good so that not only employees, but, on, but also their kids uh, could, uh, could join. Uh, so it's kind of uh, a family, <laughs> you know, class. Mm -hmm. and, well, I'm a sport eagle. I'm a federated athlete for, for six years in volleyball. So when everyone talks about sports, <laughs> I'm the first one saying that it's the best thing, the best thing we can do because when I'm doing it, I forget about all the other problems, you know? So mm -hmm. I feel the same. I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so very good strategy. Um, well, so moving on, I see that uh, work-life balance still seems to be one of the important factors for the employee well-being. So bearing this in mind, the last question I have for you is, how do you maintain the work-life balance of your employees? That's a very, a very good question. And I think this topic is um, really on, on the table of, of everyone at the moment. Um, the, we we have uh, indeed a, a great concern uh, about this uh, about this topic, and um, it's one of our focus that we are actually trying to encourage um, with all this uh, this set of practical initiatives and remote work best practices that that I was sharing. Um, and we are doing it in a, in a consistent way since the beginning of of the pandemic because um, we believe that we, uh, we, we put good examples in, in, pra in practice if we are um, doing it in a, in a consistent uh, way. And in fact, several of these initiatives uh, that I mentioned before, they, they aimed at, at supporting our employees to separate the personal space and the personal time. Um, and I, I remember um, that in the beginning of the lockdown, this was one of our main concerns and a personal concern of mine, for instance, of how to separate um, personal space and, and professional space and time when we, we are doing everything in, in the same space, literally. And um, we, we continue um, actively seeking to, to provide conditions to, to do so. Um, for instance, uh, one of the of the consequences of um, one of the surveys that I mentioned um, was that in December 2020, we we launched a, a new benefit for Portugal and, and Angola as well, which is called uh, the People First program, uh, and this program. Um, aims at supporting our people and, and also their direct relatives to deal and to solve uh, personal, uh, professional or family matters that are potentially generators of, generators of stress. Um, and with this program, uh, each employee has now the possibility to have six free sessions for each of, the, of these three pillars. 
personal or psychological, juridical or legal, and financial and fiscal. Um, and, and these sessions are also extensible to their family. Um, and besides these sessions, they, they also have access to a permanent support line that is available 24-7. Um, and this is... Um, this is uh, absolutely confidential. We we don't have um, any access to 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 these uh, to these things. This is uh, managed directly with our service provider. Um, and um, basically, the the aim um, here is to give give them a set of options that um, are um, either to prevent or to act or solve a stressful situation uh, for our employees and their direct family. Uh, and we believe that with this, um, they, they also have uh, access, by the way, to, to a cycle of, of webinars um, that is um, completely managed by, by the service provider and they have professional um, and, and specialists on several topics such uh, nutrition, stress management, emotional intelligence, uh, mindfulness, even financial planning, for example, they, they also give some um, classes about um, family, uh, family budget, for example. Um, and th the idea is that they, they have um, these, uh, these tools um, both to, to learn and to like um, understand and have more awareness of how they are feeling. But in case they really need to uh, act and solve something, that they have a direct access to, to solve it. This is uh, this is completely uh, free, of course, um, and and we believe it's a it's a very good way to to give this tranquility to them. Um, also, uh, another thing to 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 deal with this um, work life balance situation uh, was that uh, when the schools closed again in the beginning of two thousand and twenty one, uh, we communicated some extra measures to support our working parents. Um, and give them more flexibility to manage their responsibilities at home and like the homeschooling and, and everything. Um, so besides uh, all that was more, um, um, how can I say, the, the legal um, options that, that they had and that were public, we, we also launched some part-time and other flexibility initiatives to, to support these specific targets uh, of employees that were struggling with these situations. And um, also, we, we, we've more recently created some um, communities that are uh, based and, and founded on uh, community marketing. And, and those communities are some um, online spaces where people that share the same interests uh, or the same context in life, uh, where they can engage, they can connect and share. Um, and we have one, for example, of working parents. We have another one uh, that is called The Runners, which is our running club that was existing before uh, the pandemic and we we transformed it in a in a community in an online community and they they are um basically uh calling each other and and uh motivating each other to to run we have also a well-being community and uh, an innovation community for instance and these are um this is very um 
spontaneous and organic ways that enable people to have a, a voice to, to express themselves outside of work topics and support each other. And in the end, those are safe places where people can also interact in a genuine and authentic way and, um, and feel that they can um, interact with other colleagues uh, in topics that they love um besides uh, the besides the work that they do and uh, currently we we are actually putting some uh, extra focus on the on the well-being community um where we uh, continue to to launch um activities to do um with the family uh we have also some team activities we we did some weeks ago um an escape game um where we could mingle between teams and between different people and 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 do this uh strategy to to escape um we we had also some um webinars with our health insurance provider about uh, sleep and uh, yoga and about health in general um and um and also these physical activities such running and and so on and um so th this all being said um for for the last months we we have been cons consistently investing in this challenge um which i believe that more than work life balance it's really the the work life integration because um even when um even after the the pandemic and uh as i was saying in the beginning we we live such in such a world where everything is so connected um that everything is mixed and it, it's really um important to to have some uh some strategies and discipline to to separate the personal and, and personal time that maybe is not exactly in um linear so we we don't have um a specific and dedicated space only for personal topics or only for uh working topics but that we can balance them in a in a healthy way um and uh one thing that um it's not um so i was sharing a lot of initiatives like in concrete things um and those work of course and are important but there is a fundamental thing that we are also encouraging um that is i would say that the foundation and the, the most important thing that is uh, the fact that we are encouraging transparent conversations between um, our leaders and their teams and um, also that the leaders act as as role models and walk the talk um, and open here uh, a safe and a trust environment where their people um, can feel not only supported and empowered to manage their work and their responsibilities but they also feel um, safe to, to share um, their struggles and and to ask for help without um, without feeling that they are somehow failing to do something um, and we, we really want to encourage them to, to to open the space and to share their story so that their people uh, and and the team in general feel feel the feel that they can also um, be be transparent and, and be honest um, so that the, at the end of the day um, we can feel at our 
best version at our best selves to to cope with all the with all the personal and professional responsibilities in all the roles that we have at the same time uh, as employees and as as human beings as um, sons and sisters and mothers and fathers and uh, and whatever um, yeah I, I think I think it's uh, it's basically this Okay, thank you. Uh, to conclude this topic with my own perspective, in my life I have like five crucial aspects to maintain a work-life balance as well as to have a, a healthy lifestyle. And you mentioned uh, two of them, which were like uh, sporting stress, how you used to help other people to deal with stress, doing the webinars, doing the, the workshops, like sending them articles, as you mentioned it before. And there are still three more that I believe that are important, but not totally related with this, which are like hydration, sleep and food. But the two of them that you mentioned, uh, I totally see what you what you meant. So uh, thank you so much for your time and inspiring insights. It was a real pleasure having you here with us today. Thank you, uh, Joana. <laughs> And Thank for you. me as well, uh, I, I feel like um, it's, a, it's a real uh, honor to, to somehow help you uh, with the mission that, that you have um, in this uh, Equality in Business Club. And uh, I believe that um, after um, your, your initiatives and, and your um, like the, the several projects and ways you, you have to, to reach uh, the, the student com community and also to, to bridge uh, students with companies. I think you will feel, um, you, the, the, the student community will feel much more prepared to, to act on these topics and to, to bring uh, a fresher perspective to, to the work community later on. Yes, totally. Uh, so our next episode will be online next week on the 21st of May. Feel free to always reach out to us on our social media accounts. You will uh, find us under the name Equality in Business on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. Looking forward to talking to you again. And until then, stay healthy and safe.